the WrestleGeddon Podcast. For over three years, the best of the worst wrestling podcast. Is <laughs> Elton John's uh, uh, Saturday song? Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Just fucking lost it. Why don't they just you know remix the Nitro theme? <laughs> they already stole the logo. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, the commentary team is going to be uh, Nigel McGinnis and. Uh, Something Kelly, I can't remember his first name. Kevin Kelly? That's it. So basically So basically they're doing the Ring of Honor commentary team from like two thousand seven. Yes. <laughs> and then Jim Ross is gonna do like special something and they said Special song? It was like no like special I don't know what they called him. It was like I don't know. Like he'd be out there for like certain things or insight. Uh, okay, well, Jeff Cobb. Like, something stupid. I thought you just got tagged song. in. Sorry, Osprey just got tagged in. Jeff Cobb looked at him, told him to go fuck him up. Song <laughs> about Rocky Romero. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, Will Ospreay's, like, really good. Mm. Will Ospreay is really good. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of looking forward to Osprey and Omega. I'm looking forward to that out. whole fucking pay-per-view. It's going to be good. Danielson and Okada is going to be awesome. Yeah. Something I saw, though, was, uh, I was, I can't remember who it was that was talking about it, but they were like, it doesn't make sense for, uh, to do MJF and Tanahashi because Tanahashi hasn't been doing anything lately. So it's kind of like, we're just going to put a guy in it. I mean, because you know he's going to lose anyway. But, yeah. like, you're putting a guy that's not on, like, a super big win streak right now against your top guy instead of somebody, yeah. like, even though, like, you wouldn't do that either, the, the New Japan World Champion guy, uh, uh, Sonata. Sonata. But, like, yeah. he's been, like, fucking going at it. So... This is, um, someone just answered Sonata's open challenge. It was, it was someone like... It was Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, yeah. Which even that's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, Jungle Boy, is, Jungle Boy can wrestle. Like, I don't yeah. doubt him on that one. He just sucks on the mic. Yeah. It just, like, draws the fucking... Bad as Bianca on the mic. Fucking charisma vacuum. <laughs> We're gonna listen to Bianca on the mic. Jesus, at least she got a script she's going off of. Yeah, right. Fuck. It's so obvious is what she's going to have. Yeah. Which is the sad part. Oh, awesome. Well, on that note, fans, welcome to the Wrestle Getting Podcast. Uh, I'm Chorus and one of your three awesome hosts, Christy Heat Matthews, joined each and every week by your other two awesome hosts. Garrett G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. 
Fellas, how the hell are you this week? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Doing great. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Rock and roll. Yeah. Anything exciting happen? Nothing too exciting. Me and Garrett mm-hmm. just went to uh, Oklahoma to watch some Buffalo. That's where the Buffalo room. Yeah, but is this some <laughs> dude named Bill? I did get confused with Bill Dundee. Different Bill. Yeah, different Bill. This is like a Buffalo Bill. Kept asking Garrett to put lotion on his skin. So I don't know if he was asking. He's pretty much telling Garrett to put lotion on his skin. Or he's going to get the hose. Or he's going to get the hose again, yeah. Heard, heard stories about this Buffalo Bill, dude. Yeah. So that's why I don't go to Oklahoma. Yeah. What was that moth he showed you, Garrett? What was what? Oh, sorry. The moth he showed you? Oh, some like. When he was like a kid, he like found this moth in the jar bottle and he like every just every year he finds a new moth to put in this bottle and this time he found this cool one because he thought it had a dot on it it turns out he just fucking had a sharpie marker and like harassed this fucking moth just to prove that it was this cool ass moth when it wasn't pretty lame and we know who hasn't, hasn't seen Science on the Lounge? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Me? Uh, I, uh, I've probably seen it once. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I've probably seen it a couple times, but it's been a while since I watched it. It's been a super long time. It's the only thing I can't fucking, like... It's like the the scene that always stands out is when he's fucking dancing around. He's got his junk tucked in between his legs. That's the best part, man. I know. And then it's like, um, then you turn around and watch fucking Clerks too. And here's Jay. Fuck me. <laughs> I fuck me. Fuck me hard. <laughs> oh, some random shit. Random shit. Which brings us to the random band entrance theme of the week. Let's roll. I'm gonna have myself. Oh, who the fuck is on? So random. For fuck's sake. Uh, this week we had uh, Tom Petty, which we agreed last week would include everything Tom Petty, including. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Hell yeah. So, who wants to go first? Uh, I can go first if you want. Okay. Uh, I hope I hope I'm not stealing by a song, which I doubt I am, seeing as I don't know what Chris picked anyway. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Won't Back Down. <laughs> oh, man. I don't like that song. <laughs> really? <laughs> you said you don't like it? You don't I don't. Like that song? No. I, um, oh, my God. This girl was dating like a long time ago, obviously. Oh, there, there um, it goes. She would make, like, I'd be at her house like Monday nights or whatever. And, like, she'd make me fucking sit through Seventh Heaven. And there was one fucking episode where the little girl was singing this fucking song because she had a uh, fucking military pen pal. So she was sending him, like, a video of her singing the song. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's some creepy ass shit. Like, you're sending a grown ass man a video of you singing a song. Come on. But then I pick a song with a music video that has him dancing with a corpse. <laughs> 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 so who's the creepy fucker now? Because I went with Last Dance with Mary Jane. When last time to feel the pain. <laughs> I feel uh, something creeping in and I just turn again. I figured I have like and a creepy, creepy vibe when I come to the ring. I think y'all, think y'all probably uh, know uh, the one I'm going with. Free falling. No. No, I don't want to go to free falling. That's going to be like a high fire or something. You know what I thought though is like you could do that. You could do the song "Free Falling," and like you you can only wrestle in a dome, and then you just start like falling from the top of the dome. Like your own heart, like. Good old <laughs> <laughs> um. It's always gonna be. It's always gonna be too soon for that. Come on. <laughs> I went with the. Uh, I went with the ultimate uh, stoner hit. Uh, you don't know how it feels. I remember that video. Wasn't that that whole like Alice in Wonderland type video? I don't remember the video. I remember the song. Yeah, I think. Um, Let me get. To the point, let's yeah. roll another, another joint. joint. We'll head on down the road somewhere. somewhere. I gotta go, and you don't know how it feels. <laughs> you don't uh, know to how be it me. <laughs> I remember that. Remember that song. Remember that video. Tom Petty was a fucking Mad Hatter in that video. <laughs> oh, awesome! All right, what we got for next week? Next week we have bare naked ladies. <laughs> hey, we come out to they only have one song. <laughs> we all be coming. We all be coming out to fucking um, <laughs> two weeks. Oh, uh, I take it all back. They had another song that was a hit. Uh, that was a TV show theme song. The Big Bang Theory <laughs> theme. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is great. Um, <laughs> Blue Traveler. <laughs> uh, we we got we got none other than the uh, the King of Pop, Michael Jackson. Ooh, awesome! Yep. Oh, 
man. Uh, is it okay if I pick a a, a black and a white song? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. As long as you don't pick any Jackson Five. Are we doing the same thing with like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? No, since no. Michael Jackson basically was a Jackson Five. <laughs> uh, I think he has enough songs to pick from that we don't need to. Yeah, do we that. don't need the Jackson Five. Fuck Tito and Jermaine. <laughs> Baby, give me one more chance. Show you that I love you. Oh, is it? What the fuck that um that one um ABC Mouse the, like kids education app thing they used when they had uh their advertising was a ton was little they used to play the ABC one two three song mm-hmm. and she would like freak out every time it came on she'd start dancing ABC <laughs> oh that was funny oh Michael Jackson oh there's so many to pick from have like a list of like five already <laughs> but, uh, I, th- I think i got it narrowed down i know I, th- I, th- I already got my song from actually i'm good chris is struggling with the man in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> start with the man in the mirror okay so i can remember the time <laughs> When I was a smooth I was criminal, just saying, I was just saying, I'm over here trying to figure out if I was like or what. I just had I had to beat it before it got bad. It was a thriller. Garrett's song is gonna be Garrett's theme song. Like his theme is gonna be like he's gonna be a tag team wrestler. But he never comes out with he never comes out with his partner. He like waits like halfway. He waits like halfway through the match. He comes out to you are not alone. And then, then to take it up to the ring, he goes for the hot tag. You hear hear beat it playing. I go, get it. Moonwalk down the ramp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Oh, man. Michael Jackson. Gone too early. I got a whole conspiracy theory with that. I'm not going to get into it, though. But, so. All right. Awesome. Michael Jackson next week. Let's move over to the elite figure of the week. This week, we're looking at the one, the only, the only figure this man got in WWE, Cassius Ono. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, this figure was a bitch to find. <laughs> I remember that figure too. Yeah. I don't know that I have it or not. I might. I don't know. I, don't know. I got a lot you of figures uh, I got to go through. Chris, I'll say yeah, that was for 60 bucks. For how much? <laughs> 60. 
60 oh god no that figure's worth more than 60 dollars <laughs> you think it's worth more than 60 dollars yeah, yeah. Try going for like 100 bucks yeah hey, that would um, not pay 100 bucks for that it's mint in box right well mine's loose so probably like 60 70 but mint in box um fucking chromac toys has it for 100 see uh, the third party market value for it wow yeah was, for it. that figure was hard yeah, to find yeah, like i got lucky we got a case in uh, when i was still working at target and it happened to be the first figure out the damn case so, <laughs> so i exercised my privilege of being a target team member and and bought it oh uh, did you get fired for that i don't fucking work there anymore <laughs> I'm picking on you. i used to do shit like that all the time you know our, our security team didn't care <laughs> it wasn't like a high demand item it's not like i'm buying was buying a ps5 <clears throat> after being told i could buy it from the back and and I get fired after I bought it. And nothing happens to the team lead that told me that. Anywho. It's, uh, so, Elite Figure of the Week. Picture, um, pictures will be up on our social media um, a little bit later tonight. Friday night. So you should see them Saturday morning. Good stuff there. So let's hop over to News for the Week. <laughs> It's news. It's news. I can never turn. Wait in front of the paper board. Bring me some good news. I'm gonna give him a lollipop and tell him he I got ice cream downstairs. Mmm. Got a tip for you in my pocket. <laughs> I want him to talk dirty to me. Here's what you say behind the bushes. Get your fat ass back here. Uh, somebody did the uh, the hotline bling, but did it in Herbert's voice and then changed stuff to Chris. Oh, God. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> the best one. The best Herbert thing is the Star Wars episode, that first one they did, where he comes oh, out yeah. with the fucking like boys choir. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. <laughs> my, my funny thing is like uh we used to <laughs> we used to go to <laughs> We used to go to, I used to go to church, uh, believe it or not. And, uh, I mean, my Robert church, Tennessee uh, Jesus, so, <laughs> uh, my church had like this thing they called like a change, change march where they play like a song and people like take change and throw it in like a little bucket or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> one of my little cousins, there's like always like this old, like creepy old guy that used to give him change. <laughs> and we used to do that voice uh, to him every time after church. It was like, I got some chains in my chain pocket for the change march if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go in my pocket and get it. <laughs> yeah, <Jackpot. laughs> 
<laughs> it's so bad. That family guy makes us laugh out of pedophile. <laughs> Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he laughed at greased up naked deaf guy too, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Never gonna catch me. <laughs> Never gonna catch me. <laughs> oh man, awesome! All right, news this week. Let's kick it off with the big one. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, apparently, the uh, well, not apparently, but. The uh, exclusive negotiating window window for WWE with Fox and NBC um, closed, so uh, WWE is free to negotiate with other networks. So the two big networks that are rumored to be interested are Amazon and Disney Plus, or Disney in general. Yeah, I think Disney in general, because if they <laughs> if they do get the the rights, from what I understand, they don't want to put it on Disney Plus, and it would. No, on, uh, Fox. Yeah, they're talking about um FX for uh for Raw. Yeah, because uh, they uh, don't want uh it's too kid friendly for Di- I mean not kid friendly enough for Disney and not sporty enough for ESPN. So. Well, that's the thing though. Like Disney Plus has fucking Deadpool on there now. So you're telling me it's not kid friendly enough, <laughs> but yeah. Um, the other one was Amazon. So obviously, if this was if this were to go to Amazon, it'd be Amazon Prime. Um, but I guess Amazon's been extremely interested in adding wrestling content, live wrestling content, to their um, catalog, um, as revealed by none other than Freddie Prince Jr. Who was in talks with Amazon about bringing his promotion uh, that he's working on to Amazon? And Amazon, the Amazon's got the money to rival Disney to bring something like that on. <laughs> like so, those are like the two the two top contenders right now. Yeah, well, my big thing, right there. my big thing, like if you don't have Amazon Prime and you're you know, WWE fan, are you gonna pay pay for Amazon Prime to watch Raw? I also just want to say that was like the best promo I've I've ever heard Jeff say. I mean, it's the same price as Peacock, isn't it? Yeah, probably. I think Amazon's like twelve, twelve to fifteen a month now, or something like that. Like they raise their prices too. Uh, I think we still have it. I don't know. I, I, my wife. Well, that's the thing. Is like, how many people actually watch stuff on Amazon? Like, I watch. I watched. There, a, I watched the Thursday night um, football when it was on there, and uh, I uh, I watched. They have like a bunch of old wrestling. Like, like if you want to watch old wrestling, they have a bunch of old wrestling on there. Don't they have uh, um, they have UW? They have UWF on there. <laughs> One of them. Uh, I watched US. I watched USWA on there. They have yeah, like, that's that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, and they got like a couple like documentaries and stuff uh, up there, and um, yeah, the scary. They got a lot of good like if you're into like old kind of cult classic scary movies, 
They have yeah. like a good collection up there too. But they if you're into good, like pretty decent Disney stuff, stuff then no. Uh, yeah. uh, here we go. The uh, the mixed tag match on on Rampage. We get to see the in ring debut of referee Aubrey. You see the the uh, you see the Jeff the Jeff thing? Are you listening to that? I didn't hear it. He said uh, they were talking about accepting the guns uh, uh, match, and he said uh, he says your daddy scissors. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there's some shit going on there. <laughs> I was dying. Oh, man, awesome. Uh, Scare, what's, what's your thoughts on Amazon and Disney? Uh, Well, if we can get uh, anything WWE related off the Peacock, uh, I'm all for it. Because I fucking hate it. I was trying to look for something earlier, and I couldn't find it on the cock. So then I had to do some soul searching, and... Took me a while to find it, and uh, it, yeah, no, I don't, I don't like it. I honestly, um, I don't know that I'd want it on Amazon though. I like Peacock, the streaming service for like their move, like the TV show. I watch The Office and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. But as far as like WB, it is not up there. It's not like. Oh yeah, I mean, there's there's no problem finding you know episodes of The Office or fucking Saved by the Bell. But when you want to watch fucking SummerSlam from '95. You got to search for the fucking thing because they don't have like just like they have a SummerSlam category, but they don't have any descriptions for shit. This is episode one, episode two, episode three. It's not fucking episodes, NBC. They're separate shows. And then it, then it fucking freezes and then you have to start over from the fucking beginning. And then each year it's a different season. Like, in all honesty, like Endeavor should just launch your own fucking app. Between UFC and WWE. Yep. And they, they'd make bank off of, you know, the tape library for WWE, the tape library for UFC. Like, that's where the money's at. And there's there's some UFC fans that will go back there and watch. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Me, watch some older fights and shit. But, I mean, I know they're not as Kick rabid for old ass. stuff as Kick her ass. Kick her WWE ass. fans are. Come on, Carrot. Karen beat her ass. <laughs> it's the only time it's okay, acceptable to root for Karen. Karen is literally going to tag out. Yep. <laughs> Why are you making fucking duck hands at her? She's trying to lock up and she's making duck hands. Jesus Uh-oh. fucking Christ. Good old power. Papa Briscoe may be an old dude, but he tough as fuck. You got that? I was watching. Uh, I was watching. Uh, there's a uh, a guy I watch on YouTube. He uh, does like indoor rock climbing. He's done it for years, and he does like a lot of collabs. He collab with this guy who's got like the world's strongest grip. And he's like seventy three. Dude is Jesus. fucking huge. He got concrete grip. <laughs> yeah. 
<clears throat> they based that action feature on G.I. Joe off of him. Yeah. Yep, gripped my dick so hard once it snapped. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew. <laughs> I was watching him kick. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it's hard to kick somebody uh, in a fucking suit, ain't it? Oh, that's funny. All right, we're getting off the walls. All right. Um, so we're talking some AEW. Let's talk some AEW news. We got a little tidbit here. Uh Jimmy Jacobs uh was formerly a writer for uh WWE for NXT, uh moved over to Impact, has left Impact, and is now joining AEW. As a producer and part of AEW's creative team, alongside newly announced Dax Harwood, who will be joining the team as well, uh, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Ace Steel, and Will Washington. Which I think Will Washington may have been a former WWE writer. Not 100% sure on that. Don't quote me on that. So, so Tony Khan finally deciding, hey, I need to have some people to help with creative. Crazy how that works. Amazing. Thank God Mox isn't a part of this creative team. <laughs> yeah, see, this is what we got to do. Like, you get in there with, like, the local jobber guy, and you just let him beat the shit out of you for a little bit, and then you bleed all over the place, man. And then then you go ape shit on him, right? And then you hit, the, hit your finish, and you win, and you're just covered in blood, and it looks fucking awesome on TV, man. Hopefully my mox impersonation was better than Little Wayne. <laughs> I mean, you, you sounded nothing like Moxley, but <laughs> still was better. It's pretty, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> I'm sure Mox at some point has pitched like a uh, a blood bag on a pole match, but it got turned down because I'm sure the amount of hate of oh, the blood that could go to a good place was too much. Like I don't, I don't mind blood in wrestling. Like you should have blood in wrestling, but not every fucking match that you have on TV. Like it's got to well, mean I something. Mean, so he's got a reputation to protect. Maybe he just likes going to give blood or, you know, getting transfusions or something. I don't fucking know. Maybe he's got a kink for that shit. Who knows? It's <laughs> like the modern day Mick Foley. Yeah, Mick Foley didn't bleed every week, though. Like, he'd, you know, throw himself off of shit and do tables and thumbtacks and all that. But it was like, it wasn't on, you know, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> it was on, like, you know, mad, like pay-per-views when it actually meant something. Like, he wasn't doing it against, you know, Joe Schmo from, you know, Cedar Dude, Rapids. why do you always Iowa, talk so. shit about Joe Schmo? Joe Schmo is going to whoop your ass one day, Chris. I don't know. Bro, Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo can take his little reality TV show ass and, you know, (laughs) kick rocks. Yeah. I mean, it's harder to tell if it'll be good or not because, I mean, who knows if these guys were good in WWE uh, or not. They could have been the guys who went up with the bullshit story once. I think Jimmy Jacobs would be pretty good because um, he was part of uh, creative with NXT with Triple H. So under that banner. 
<laughs> it doesn't mean he came up with the good stuff. He could have came up with all the bad ideas. I don't know. Like, I liked him in Ring of Honor, like, with his direction with his character, you know, the zombie princess. That was pretty good. Yeah. No. We'll see. So, um, Dax Harwood, I'm not too sure on that one. As much as I love FTR, I don't know how, like, real creative he's going to be. Um, I think from, like, a wrestling aspect, him and Danielson were probably... Um, be pretty solid as far as like laying out matches and um, the pacing and stuff like that for you know other talent. Uh, I mean, Punk's a pretty creative guy. I mean, a dude was writing for Marvel for a little bit for some of the Thor comics, so I mean, it can't be that bad. But we'll see. Kenny Omega is pretty good at writing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's hop over some WWE news. Um, Carlito apparently has canceled some of his upcoming appearances for some local um, indie promotions um, with the reason saying that he is uh, signing with WWE. Interesting. That'd be good if he did. Like, I like Carlito. I'd be a... Uh... I can get behind that. Like that reception he got at uh um fucking backlash. I granted it was in Puerto Rico, but I mean he still would have got that reception. I think he still would have got a pretty big reception if they did backlash outside of Puerto Rico. Still got it. Oh, let's see. Uh, Johnny Gargano returning to Raw this week, this coming Monday, from uh, his hometown of Cleveland, Ohio. <coughs> Shit. I'm sorry, I'll got... Coming back on Monday? Roman Reigns. <laughs> Fucking Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Of course. Um, with that, too, with Johnny Gargano returning... Uh, Tommaso Ciampa has been listed as um, internally for WWE as re- as an in- imminent return. So, we'll see Ciampa return soon. And apparently, the plan is to reunite DIY. Yep, I've heard them doing that to uh, have them win the tag title. <clears throat> that would be awesome. I'd love to see DIY on the main roster. But then you know what's going to come true, Chris. I know. Of course not. Fucking Aubrey. Roll around a little bit on the on the ground. Little little cat fight, and then Karen tries for the stroke, and Aubrey gets out of it and puts her in the figure four. Aubrey hit the shit out of Jay Lethal with that fucking uh, yeah. guitar. Oh, so annoying. Uh, all right. So, Money in the Bank. Apparently, there's been a new uh, new thing added for the holder of the briefcase, which I uh, thought was always a thing, that the Money in the Brink Bank briefcase holder could cash in on any title at any time. But apparently, they can cash in on the U.S. and IC titles now. Oh, Like, I thought that was an option before. 
I don't know. Did someone cash in on the U.S. title before? Uh, I can't remember. I know people are wanting them to. I don't know if they did or not. But that and then um, then it, was Charlotte's a Money in the Bank cash in when she took on Rhea, or was that Royal Rumble? So it's actually funny talking about money in the bank when it comes to women. Uh, the only person who has held the title longer than like two days is uh, Carmella. Hmm. Didn't know that was the thing. Okay, but apparently none of the women hold their tie- their briefcase very long. Yeah. I don't think they really know what to do, like, storyline-wise, honestly. No, they don't, and I think that's the problem. That's why they just cash them in immediately. Yeah. Because they don't know what to do with it. I mean, I don't know what they were planning to do with Asuka when she won the briefcase. Like, was that going to be something, like, long-term or what? But, um... Uh, with Becky getting pregnant, you know, and Asuka just, you know getting awarded the title. Like, I don't know if that was always a plan was for her to cash in and beat Becky. But how long would that have lasted? No idea. It's not a clue. <laughs> Hell, dude. I was over this cold, but apparently not. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, so that was the news for the week. I don't have anything else. You guys got anything? Uh, I got a little bit, even though I doubt you know who it is, but, uh, AEW signed to MLW talent. Was it Jacob Fatu? Uh, no, the, the guy, the guy they signed, he's not bad. I don't know what the hell they're going to use him for. Uh, his name's, uh, EJ Nduka. He's like, familiar. yeah, he, he was in, he was like in the like performance thing in WWE, but I don't think he really went anywhere. And then he signed with uh, MLW. Dude's like six eight, like two sixty five or something. He's he's pretty good. He was uh he was uh tag champs with uh, Tankman, which I know you don't know who that is either. Yeah, I don't know who that one is. Cool. We'll see what happens. You know, that it's probably like what the fourth on the roster member for AEW now. Yeah. Yeah. AEW is going to do a draft and it's going to take six months before the rosters are finalized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Or, awesome. or they'll just do a draft and then the wrestlers can still go to whatever show they want to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, let's hop over to Instant Replay. Let's talk a little bit about what happened during this week in wrestling. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Um, apparently, we missed um, against all odds, which was last weekend. Um, uh, we Alex. didn't miss it. I <laughs> just didn't bring it up. <laughs> but uh, Alex Shelley is our new Impact World Champion. Yep. So that brings the question: with uh, Chris Sabin being the X Division Champion, how long till Sabin takes Option C, and we get Shelley versus Sabin for the World Title? Probably at Slammiversary. 
Yeah, all of a match, though. Which is coming up soon. Because <laughs> they already announced a match for Slam Anniversary. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm trying to remember who everybody was. I know it's Bully Ray and somebody. I don't remember who his tag partner is. And it's verse uh, PCO and Scott Damore. Is it um, Bully Ray and uh, Macklin? Yeah, that's it. Okay, that makes sense. Bully Ray and Steve Macklin. Oh, shit. So I guess it won't be a save and take an option C. We've got a... Uh, Alex Shelley versus Nick Aldis <clears throat> for a Slammiversary. And we got Deanna Parazu versus Trinity. And then we just mentioned Scott Demore and PCO versus Bully Ray and Steve Macklin. Those are uh, three matches we got so far for Slammiversary. That's not too bad. That should be pretty solid. Cool. So, yeah, big stuff there. Congrats to Alex Shelley. The first time holding a world title in Impact. Multiple X Division champion, tag team champion. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's hop over to Monday Night Raw. Talk a little bit about that. Rhea Ripley got her new belt. Probably the best looking belt of all four. That white strap looks really good with that. Oh, shit. Running down like a whole lot for collision this this week. Yeah, they've announced most of this. Buddy Matt Andrade is coming back. All yeah. right. Oh. Buddy Matt has a match. Andrade. Yep. Uh, Miro's wrestling. Yep. What the hell? Yeah. It's like everybody that hadn't wrestled in a while. Like, you know what? What about collision? <laughs> well, I know Andrade was injured, so he just got cleared not too long ago. Yeah. Don't Don't worry. Been doing her too, so. Don't worry, we'll see uh see Thunder Rosa on collision in no time. Yep. It's, she's difficult to work with. <laughs> oh, I know something we didn't bring up in the news. What's that? I don't know if you saw it or not, but uh, CM Punk had an interview on uh, like ESPN, like talking about the whole uh, like debacle thing, saying like how he basically his thoughts on all of it and everything. I won't go into all the details, but like he basically was like, I was pissed off, I was getting poked. And I took things out of hand, and I was 100 percent in the wrong, and I'm, he apologized and everything. Yeah. So I mean, that's a. I don't know if that was if that's him actually saying that, or if that's you know something he was uh, told he had to do. But yeah, I, I'm sure it was something he probably actually. Said. <laughs> yeah, I think um, <laughs> there's an interview with someone else. Uh, it's Billy Gunn. <laughs> he was asked about uh, CM Punk coming back and, uh, you know, how we felt about that. And he basically, he said, uh, Punk's not as 
you know, toxic as everyone, you know, makes him out to be like, he just wants to do what's best for the company. He's like, wants to help the company succeed. He's like, if that's what he's here to do, he's like, then that's, you know, the direction that we need to go. And he's like, yeah. it'd be stupid not to have him. He's like one of the biggest names in professional wrestling. He draws views. He draws money. Like that's what our company needs is someone that can do that. Yeah. And I've seen a bunch of like wrestlers talk about how like they're really good friends with him and like different people have talked about like all that without punk, like how much punks like helped them with their career. Like even like someone like Jade Cargirl was like talking about how like some of the like inspiring words uh, he said to her to just kind of help boost her confidence and trying to figure stuff out. So yeah, and he does he does draw a lot. Like some people said, he drew a tiger. Some people say he drew like a smiley face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I mean, if you look at it, like the ratings for AEW dip since Punk's been off TV. So, but we'll see what happens. Like, Punk's on collision because, you know, one of the Bucks doesn't want to work with him. Like, that's pretty much what it boils down to. Um, like, honestly, like, you know, that's fine. You try to, um, you know, pull ratings for your new show. So you bring in, you know, Punk Return. Right? Get everything worked out. You need Punk. AEW needs Punk. A lot more than Punk needs AEW. So we'll see where we go from there. Awesome. All right. So some former Ring of Honor alumni. Uh, let's talk about the main event for Raw. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn taking on Imperium. Two-thirds of Imperium. Baldy was missing because Riddle beat him up the week before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's Baldy? We want to hear from Baldy. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a solid main event. Like, I didn't think it was going to be bad to begin with. So, um, nope. I kind of like what they're doing with Imperium and uh, KO and Sammy. So, we'll see how long that that goes for. I'm sure they'll add Riddle back into that. We'll get a six man tag at some point. Well, Riddle's supposed to uh, face. Uh... Uh, Gunther at some point. I hope Gunther destroys him. Like I, I don't want to see Gunther drop the title to Riddle. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather see him drop it to someone a little better. Oh, awesome! All right, what else we got here? Uh, a couple matches official. Well, one match official for. No, sorry, a couple matches official for Money in the Bank. Finn versus Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship and Cody versus Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> so, we think Lesnar's going to interfere in Cody and Dom? Of course. Rey Mysterio. You know what? You know what, though? <laughs> I, you know something I heard? I was, uh, I'll listen to a podcast and they were talking about something that I think was honestly. I really hope they do, and I think it would be absolutely hilarious. And it would go, it, it would go so well, and it would keep with the nuclear heat, and probably somehow make it worse. Have Dominic, whether Brock interferes to help or however, have Dominic 
have a win on Cody. Don't matter how you have it. And to just have Dominic every fucking week come out there and say, I beat Cody Rhodes. I beat Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. I beat Cody Rhodes. Like, <laughs> every fucking week. I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, Cody doesn't need to win. No. Like, Cody's already the top guy. Cody's already, you know, in those main event matches. Like, he's obviously, you know, going to be one of those guys that's going to be in the main title picture. He doesn't need to win to keep his momentum going. Like, especially, like, of a match like this, where if Lesnar does interfere and, you know, you know, Dominic picks up the win over Cody, either by interference or, you know, whatever, that's just going to, you know, boost Dominic more. But Cody's still going to be, you know, like, embroiled in that feud with Lesnar, which is basically where we're continuing to go. So, like, we still need that rubber match between Brock and Cody. So, I was like, you don't really need to do much to set it up, but I mean, that would be the thing since, you know, Lesnar hasn't, you know, responded back to Cody's challenge for that third match. And that would be the perfect way to do it is be, you know, have Lesnar come in and destroy Cody. Dominic gets the win and then Dominic gets an F5 for his troubles. And then Brock Lesnar says, you know, I accept. And then they go from there. So. <laughs> I'm assuming it'll be like a last man standing match at SummerSlam or something. Yeah, it would have to be something like that. It has to be something. Last man standing, falls count anywhere or something. Steel cage. Shit. Hell in a cell. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you, the Finn versus Seth, though, that promo between the two of them was solid. Uh... Yeah. yeah, that's like something that you know, uh something that same podcast brought up uh that I've kind of noticed but not like really looked in depth to. They were saying that uh, during like the promo that you know like all the fans like are sitting there singing Seth's song. Yeah, but like they were saying that you could visually see like Finn's trying to talk and Seth is kind of getting annoyed by it. Yeah. And uh, he's just like, seven what, Finn? Seven what? Trying to like shut the crowd up by yeah. like, saying his promo for him. I mean, it's one of those things like it, the fans are going to keep doing that because, you know, it's some, it's like the what chance. Yep. So this, this is the new what. So, and I think anytime, and I think what's going to happen is it's going to catch on more. So when we see Seth in the ring trying to do a promo with somebody, that's what's going to start happening is the fans are just going to keep doing that throughout the entire promo. And I wouldn't be surprised if it boils over into the matches too. Fans got to stop trying to hijack shows, man. It's not about you. It's about the guys in the ring. They're trying to do their job and tell a story. I don't need you singing along to songs that aren't playing anymore. It's like when that shit band played Mox's entrance music for 20 minutes. <laughs> oh. oh man, but I'm excited to see Finn versus Seth again. That should be a really solid matchup. Yep. And then you saw some more cracks in the judgment day. Yep. More cracks. I think if they do when they eventually do split judgment day, obviously Rhea's gonna 
Like, I mean, she's already they skyrocketing. They don't but. necessarily need to split them. I mean, even though, like, it doesn't make the most sense, but, I mean, it makes sense, but you don't get the stardom out of it. Yeah. Or if you do it this way, you'd have to do it a different way. Is if they put JD McDonough in and just kick out Finn. But if yeah. you do that, the leader <laughs> needs to be Rhea. Like, she's yeah. the champion. She's the leader of that group. Yeah. That's the thing, too. Like, if we you take out Finn and you put JD in there, like, you're basically rehashing when Finn came in and they kicked out Edge. Right. So, like, do we need to go down that route again? Not necessarily. I think if they just, like, quietly split. But I think if they do split, I think Priest is going to get launched a little higher. He's been really impressive as of late. But uh, one of the other things off of Raw here, the uh, the feud here boiling over with uh, Bronson Reed, Shinsuke, and Ricochet. That has been freaking awesome. And I'm so happy that they, they brought back Bronson Reed and they're actually doing something with him that's like actually meaningful instead of being like Mrs. Bodyguard. Yeah, I think the only thing that's kind of weird with it, with the Bronson Reed thing though, is he's feuding with two guys that are in Money in the Bank, but he himself isn't in Money in the Bank. I bet you he's going to get in that Money in the Bank match somehow. Yeah, I've been thinking that. Um, I know some people have been saying since Logan Paul has come back, he's just going to put himself in it, but I surely yeah. not. Oh, Honestly, I, when I saw Logan awesome. Paul come back, I figured he was just going to accept uh, Rollins' uh, open challenge for, for all next week, but yeah, that's probably not what's going to happen. Oh, maybe they got something planned for him for Money in the Bank. Maybe it's um, a match with somebody. So. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Like, I want to put him in a Money in the Bank match right off the bat. So. No. They need to just book him versus, uh, him versus Bad Bunny for SummerSlam. <laughs> Who's the better celebrity wrestler? <laughs> uh, you have to do a triple threat that matchup with Pat McAfee, though. Pat McAfee, yeah. Awesome. And for shits and giggles, Lawrence Taylor can be the referee. Yep. Drew Carey. <laughs> hell of All right. So that was Monday Night Raw. We got a couple of little tidbits here from NXT that uh, Garrett added yeah. in here. I did just for you. Because I know you me. don't watch it. I know you don't I watch it. That. I heard uh, about Seth and Braun. I forgot. I was going to put that in here. I forgot about it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be official for next week. Um, and then uh, Nathan Frazier was supposed to wrestle uh, Noam Dar for the Heritage Cup, and he somehow got jumped from behind at the beginning of the show. So he had his one of his group members defend it for him, and then he ended up losing it to Nathan Frazier. 
Which I don't yeah. know if you guys have watched the Heritage Cup matches. They're actually pretty good. I kind of the concept's a little weird, but I kind of like it. Saw the the one on uh, the pay per view on Battleground. Yes, they're all the same. That's just the rules. So it's kind of like um, it kind of reminds me a little bit when uh, Impact did the um, when they before it became the Legends title with something else, and they were doing like the like the matches that were judged and everything like that. So kind of kind of reminds me of something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I I think it's kind of cool to have something a little bit different than just the title. Yeah. I think it's a little just just something different. So, but yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. I was like the best. I mean, there are a couple other things, but I was like the best thing on there. Seth and Braun next week. That should be pretty solid. So. Might actually yep. tune in to watch that. So. Yeah, I mean, honestly, NXT to me has gotten quite a bit better recently. So, yeah, I, I think definitely recommend watching. Watching. We it. talked about it before. I think with um, since Triple H is since Vince isn't really hands on with NXT like he was with that whole 2.0 takeover thing, um, and getting rid of like all Triple H's people that were behind the scenes, um. And a lot of things too, like obviously William Regal's back working with NXT. Um, you have Shawn Michaels, and I know Triple H is, you know, kind of giving him a little bit more control. So, and I think that's been helpful too. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I mean NXT has been good. I would the next two weeks they're doing their like Gold Rush thing, basically a bunch of title matches the next two weeks. So, let me like. Then you got guys, you know, you put guys like Apollo down there and um, you bring down Corbin back down and, you know, a couple other people. And that gives, you know, them a chance to kind of rehash your characters. Um, like, I wouldn't really call it a demotion. I'd say, you know, give them a chance to do something different to kind of yeah. gain back that momentum and get a little refresh, restart. So I think I think it'd be good. So. Good, good, good. Yeah, um, I don't think I mentioned this either, but Dana Brooks back down there as well. I did see that. I saw that too. She was one of the other ones I was thinking about. So. Yep. And I mean, and so. it's about time they did something with Dana Brooke. I'm like, she's been improving. Like, she's been making it a point to try to improve and actually putting her in NXT where she can help elevate some of that talent down there. Yeah. So, I mean, Which to me still probably has one of the best women's rosters, if not the best. That's definitely gotten better than. Yeah, still what they, what they were um, post um, black and gold in the 2.0. So. Yeah, it's still pretty really good. So. All right. So uh, some WWE NXT news. Let's pop over to AEW this week. Uh, let's kick it off. Start the show off with Adam Cole versus MJF in a world title eliminator match. I don't get them either. You don't need to ask. So, like, <laughs> that match, it was a great match. Like, I'm not saying that it was a bad match or anything like that. But I'm going to ask anyway. What the fuck is the point of these eliminator matches between these two guys that are going to eventually wrestle at a fucking pay-per-view for the fucking title? Like, we don't need have, eliminator a, matches for this. I have a better question for you. What's the per- what's the point in them all fucking being tied? Yeah. I feel like every the... one of these world title eliminator matches are fucking tied. Yeah. Every single you one. Think, 
That one. Brian Danielson was a tie. Uh, I remember Moxley doing one to a tie. Yep. I remember a lot of fucking ties. Yeah, it's just stupid. Like, it's very. If you, if you have your finish planned out already, as it's going to be a time limit finish, why not just make it for the title? Why not just make it a title match if it's already going to be, one uh, a time limit draw finish? Like, the title doesn't change hands. You don't have to worry about the champion or the challenger looking weak, you know, taking a clean loss or, you know, having to go a different route for the loss. Like, you time limit draw. MJF retains the title. Adam Cole still comes out looking out, looking good. MJF still comes out on top. So, I, I just, I don't get it. So, don't get it at all. Like, you're taking Orange Cassidy's spot away from Rome, defending that international title at the beginning of the show for a pointless non-world title match, which should have been a world title match. Fuckers. Oh, uh, we take, talked a little bit about... I'll say Carl's probably going to watch, go back and watch AEW now, now that he knows that Orange Cassidy didn't wrestle this week. <laughs> yep. Can't think of the on Orange Cassidy. Did he wrestle? He did wrestle, didn't he? No. Oh yeah, yeah. He was in the eight man. Wasn't he in the eight man tag? He was in that eight man tag. I forgot about that. I skipped through that because that whole that whole is only for interesting. Well, well, no, I skipped. (laughs) It was just it was weird. The the well, okay. So the other thing with it too is the promo ahead of time, like with Jericho, Sammy, and Darby. It was it was so. The Jericho and Darby, or the Jericho and Guevara stuff was fine. It just seemed like a point where Darby was like, "All right, I just got to interfere myself so they don't beat the shit out of each other right now, so we yeah. can actually make it seem like they're not going to fight." And it was just yeah. like really stupid. Well, and then like, the like whole thing, so. my whole other thing is too is I don't want to hear I'm never alone, and then Sting comes down the ring. He, you're still alone. Like, if I'm Jericho, I would have had you beat the shit out of before fucking Sting even gets to the ring. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, if you're going to do something like that, the lights just need to go down, come back up in like five seconds, and Sting's there. Like, that's how you do that. He's not the Undertaker, though. He's Sting. But that was the same shit. They did that in WCW, though. Lights will go out, Sting's in the ring. Uh, yeah. people with baseball bats. So. And then you hear. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so, I just, I don't know. Like, I get, I get better when he was in the Raptors. Nobody knew why he's up there. Yeah, I was like, what's he up there? I will say, I did like Brian Cage. He had the fucking like old school like Sting surfer face paint on. I saw and that. Then, his, then he had the tights, the long tights. Um, he had like the slash marks on one side. And then he had the scorpion on the other side. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's funny. So, I was like, all right. Good for you, Cage. Good for you. So, oh, it was good. Um, Actually, I kind of like that eight. The eight-man tag match was weird. Like, just the way, like, the Mogul Embassy versus, you know, those four guys. Like, I don't understand, like, outside of, like, Swerve and Orange Cassidy. Like I don't understand what the rest of them had to do with each other for that for those matches. Well, 
Keith has been kind of feuding with all of them anyway. I forgot Keith Lee was in that match too. So. Old Man Lee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man Lee. But what does what does Sting and Darby have to do with those with them? Uh, they was it? I think it was Sting, last. Sting week. was up. Sting was upset that uh, Keith Lee looked older than he did. So. <laughs> So I, think, I think last week, wasn't it Cassidy and Swerve at the beginning of the show? I think so. Yeah, I think after that, Mogul yeah. Embassy came out, and then uh, Sting and Darby made the save. Oh, yeah, I remember now. I was like, why the fuck are they coming out here to make a save? Like, what do they got to do with this shit? Oh. Which kills me, because it's funny to me that you are part of the best friends, but then your best friends never show up when you need them. I know, it's right? It's crazy. <laughs> You're part fuck of the best him, friends, fuck him, which fuck a bunch of best associ- friends you get. And by the association with the best friends, you're part of chaos. So yeah. where the fuck are all these people? <laughs> so it's not chaos. Like chaos is a small group. Like where's the fuck the rest of chaos? Oh, yep. Jesus. Oh. But uh, a six man tag main event. Uh the. Oh. Fuck it. Blackpool Combat Club. Jeez, I couldn't get that out. Uh, versus the Hung Bucks. Greatest name ever. Yep. You see the uh, the title card um, for the for them coming out. That is their uh, first I, time teaming. The first time in a trios match in AEW, but used to go by a um, sexually suggestive name that wasn't true. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome though. Uh, this match this match wasn't bad. Like it was nope. and then we got a return. We did get a return. Return to who? Eddie Kingston. Uh oh. Eddie Kingston, because he's been Came feuding back. with uh Cesaro. Came back throwing yeah. some backfists. Nope. I'm trying to take out fucking um <laughs> Hangman in the Bucks. <laughs> oh, like, like he refused to hit Moxley. Which like Moxley got in his face. And, Moxley. Yeah, like he he pushed Moxley out the way to get the the Claudio, and then like, but he pulled um the fucking Bucks off of Moxley, and then Mox got in his face, and then they almost went to blows. Yep. And we saw um, Kenny Omega return um, after Takesha came out and started laying the elite out. So Kenny Omega hit the ring and chased off uh, Takesha. And Will Ospreay came out there and beat the shit out of Kenny. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Yep. So that wasn't bad. It was wasn't a bad main event like we got the the wcw style brawl at the end of the show um which aw is pretty much becoming famous for <coughs> oh, excuse me as well so yeah we talked about the guns challenging the hardys already so hardys accepted the challenge tonight on rampage and uh that's that's pretty much it for instant replay that's all i picked out for the week You guys got anything to add in there? I think I got anything else. I didn't watch. I didn't really watch Impact or her. 
I didn't. I'm really. I looked at the res- impact. A whole I looked lot. at the results for impact, but I I don't I don't remember what happened. Bunch I think I saw shit. the. Uh, saw kind of the last few minutes of last week's impact. I was watching. Uh, went back watch New Japan earlier in the week. Um, and I saw like the whole like melee with like Nick Aldis and Alex Shelley and all that. So. Um, yep. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's bounce over to Wrestler of the Week. Garrett, your pick this week. What you got for us? All right, Carl, are you, you awake? Yeah, I am awake. Yeah. All right. Barely. So if, I, so if I tell you the pay-per-view, I want to see if you can guess what wrestler I did. The pay-per-view is the Great American Capital Bash. Capital Punishment. Great American Bash. And the year... Is 1986. 1986, and it's a great American badge. That's the like the mash. I mean, the um, that's the uh, like the the match that you picked is is from that event. It is from that event, yes. And so I gotta guess. What match it was? Eighty six. Man, that's gonna be tough to pick. Uh, so of course it's probably not gonna be Ric Flair, right? Uh, it, well, Ric Flair's in the match, but that is not who I'm doing the thing. Oh, for. Ric Flair! Ric Flair's in the match. Correct. That's not who I'm doing. I'm actually doing the person that he's wrestled. Person that he's wrestling. And it's why I knew you'd be proud of me. I, I, I mean, Ric Flair is too easy. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why I was figuring that, like, he was, uh, uh, versing somebody. I want to say I might have watched, I might have watched Great American Bash 1986. Is it outside? Um, like at a baseball, is it at a baseball field or something? I don't think so. I I didn't find it on Peacock. It's not on Peacock. Did you I find it at all? Like, have you seen oh, the match or no? Yeah, I watched the whole match. I have put the link in the thing. Is the it match. is it at a ba- is it at a baseball field? I don't think it is. Here, I'll I'll look. I'll, I'll let you know. Tell- Tell me if it's at a baseball field. Because if it's at a baseball field, I think I might know. And you have to give me like $100 or something for guessing it. (laughs) (laughs) Or actually, don't tell me if it's a baseball field. Is is the person normally in the tag team? Garrett? Um, no. The person he's versing is normally in the tag team? Uh, no. Oh, then it's not who I thought it was then. I was going to say Ricky Morton, but it's probably not him because he'd be in a tag team. Literally, when you look this up. Actually, they might have had two. Actually, they might have two. They had two events, didn't they? They had one in uh, like Greensboro and like one in fucking 
Charlotte or something. Yeah, it must be why because this one says location various and then arena various. It must have been yeah. different ones. Yeah, but yeah, the, match, the match I have, it says on here, is the main event. So I assumed it was the main event anyway because of the match. Well, they had the main event on two nights. One night, I think I'll say first Ricky Morton. Because I watched Wait, that shit on like, uh, the WWE Network like a long time ago. Uh, it was like at a baseball field. I'll say. And then the other one was like at the Greensboro Coliseum. And oh no, this is oh hold on. Oh, this is like a three night thing. Hold on. What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? This is crazy. It's like every month this is a it just says uh, I don't know. I'm just telling you what the what I what I watch. Um you can maybe figure it out. I doubt it. They apparently did one every month, so that year. Alright, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh I'm gonna give three guesses. Okay. All right, so excluding Ricky Morton, it was either um, it was Dusty, probably either Dusty Rhodes, um, trying to think. I would take a while get say maybe Barry Windham. Trying to think of like eighty six. That's like before my time. Dusty Rhodes, Ricky Martin. Uh, it's kind of before Steamboat, I think. Uh, All right, to save you time, Magnum, Magnum TA. To save you a lot of time and energy, it is Magnum TA. It, it is Dusty Rhodes. And it's Dusty okay. Rhodes versus Ric Flair in a steel cage for the NWA champ World Championship. And Dusty Rhodes wins World Championship off of Ric Flair. Okay. And is that in Greenbro- Greensboro Coliseum? I, I don't know. I can check. Let's see what it says. Let's see. Yeah, so I, when I look it up, so like yeah, night Greensboro. one was like was literally January seventh, so they like did it the seventh of every month. Uh this one was Almost July twenty sixth. Oh, was it? Yeah. But, yeah. I remember watching like uh, like one of the like first Great American Bashes, and it was like in the eighties, and it was like a two night event. Well, I don't think it was like a two night event, but it was like. It was like in July, like one was like one weekend and the one was the other weekend, and one was like versus Ricky Martin. Yeah, like it was um, uh, one was July fifth at in Charlotte at Memorial Stadium. I, that was um headlined yeah, by see. Flair and Morton, and then yeah. July twenty sixth in Greensboro at the Coliseum, and that was Flair and Dusty. This one has it. This one has it backwards. That's why I was getting confused. I kept seeing 07, so these are all in July. Yeah, I don't think I, I can't remember if I watched the one that you're talking about. Or I might not like. I don't know if I got to the yeah, main this, event. You're right. This one. I think I was Greensboro. Because I remember I was like, I was watching it one time. Uh, the what, on the WWE the on the WWE good. network, and I was like, 
I remember I was like watching it and I was like, oh, fucking Ricky Morton. Main event. Yeah, so they had, um, so in 86, the Great American Bash, they toured they had 13 shows from July to August. <clears throat> and like they were headlined by Dusty versus Ric Flair. Well, that's the one big one that they show on here. That was the final match. Yep, that was the one at Game um, Yep, July 87, they did the same thing, but it was less shows. Then, like, the, the last match they had was the Road Warriors, Dusty and Nikita Koloff, and Paul Ellering versus the Horsemen in, a, uh, in the War Machine in a War Games match. Yes. Which, when I looked up... Dusty Rhodes' best matches. That War Games match was the first one on me. But I didn't pick that because I wanted it to be a singles match. Yeah. I mean, most of the the Fire Dusty matches were classics. That match is good. I watched it. It was good. It's one of those things where, like, you know, Ric Flair always tries to, like, run and hide out of the ring, and he had nowhere to run. Yeah, he's in a cage. Can't get away from him. Dusty started bleeding really quickly. Yeah, yep. and he's he's coming off of hard times, so you know. So that's the uh, the wrestler of the week, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, son of a plumber. Woo! Common man working hard with his hands. Dying with kings and queens <laughs> and eating dark alleys, eating pork and beans. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. All right, Garrett, overrated, underrated. All right. Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson. Um, it's a good thing you said Juice Robinson because if you said fucking CJ Perkins, I would have said doesn't even need to be anywhere on my TV screen. <laughs> but uh, uh, Juice Robinson, underrated. I'll say rightly rated. All right. Tag team. New to you guys, not to me. Pretty deadly. Deadly. Uh, I got to see more of them, but um, uh, I'm going to say rightly rated. I'm going to say rightly rated. Yeah, I'm going to say rightly rated. All right. My wife was not a fan of the uh, their chest hair. Ah. <laughs> well, they they got potential, weird. though. They're the that's, snacks. That's some weird They're the hair. snacks. Smackdown. What? That's what they say. It's, they always say that it should be called uh, Friday Night. Friday night snack down. Oh, there's, there's, there's the snacks. I got Anyways, uh, just so I can hopefully get an overrated, uh, Tony Deville. Overrated, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say underrated. I like Sonia. Oh, you are the only one on this podcast. <clears throat> she's, I think she's come a long way. Definitely since that like whole authority gimmick thing. I think the work with her and Chelsea have been doing have been pretty solid. Mm. Whatever. 
Anyways, uh, <laughs> Steve Blackman. Underrated. Underrated. Yep. Hey, cheese. And, and because I was given permission, I was given permission, so I don't want to hear any shit about this. Uh, Charles Robinson. You Are you giving? Me per- you gave me permission. permission. You, I, I figured you were gonna give me shit for doing refs. Oh, yeah, no. Charles Robinson was awesome. So, yeah, I'll say underrated. Definitely underrated. Loved All him right, as so little Nate. Little Nate was that's awesome. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> what about his Nate? Is his Nate underrated? <laughs> <laughs> I see him. Um, Every time I go to Mad Monster Party in Charlotte, he's always there because he's like a huge horror fan. Yeah, from you telling me that. <clears throat> People pester him like all the time. He started, he's carries like eight by tens in his backpack now. I'm sure he does. <laughs> Signs them and hands them out. So <laughs> taking pictures of people. I like it. I just don't want to bug him because he's there with his family. So it's like, yeah. it's one of those people. Like, I'm not going to. Like, it's cool. Like, hey, there's Charles Robinson. Like, I love Charles Robinson. Like, he's an awesome ref. Like, the Little Nate stuff was awesome. Like, I just don't want to bother you because you're here with your family. Like, did they ever make... What? Did they ever... I'm, I know they made some referees, but, like, do they actually make, like, actual people referees or just, like, basic referees? Just basic ones. That's there's Garbage. Um, yeah. There's a Toy Biz Ric Flair that kind of looks like Little Nate. <laughs> look, they made him look super young. So, listen, I know there's all these like GoFundMe's for like wrestling rings and stuff. I think we need to do like a referee like ten pack. I think you can get like ten referees in there. The only like, um a different generations. You got it. The the only refs that I think they've actually made besides um. Uh, dangerous Danny Doring. They did him as a build a figure as a ref. Um, or not Doring, uh, Danny Davis. Yeah. Answer. Um, they did him as a ref because he was a ref at one point. Um, of course, Aubrey has a figure because she came with the uh, AEW scale ring. Uh, it's a ringside exclusive for that one. Earl Hepner has a figure. And I think those are the only ones that I'm aware of off the top of my head that actually have um, mass-produced figures. All right. We're going to go down this list. All right. Let's see. Yeah, we got like a 10-pack. We got to make a 10-pack of referees. So, you obviously, you're getting, you're getting uh, Little Nate on there. You're getting yep. Charles Robinson. Uh, let's need, see. Need Earl Hebner. Hero Hebner. Yep. Uh, uh, Tim White. Yep. Um, Red Shoes. From New Japan. Uh, John Cone. Yep. Uh, who's the, the main... The... Oh. Downtown Burner. Are you refereeing yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's the main ref in uh, ECW? It was like Mickey something. Mickey J- Mickey Jones. Oh, I can't remember, dude. Who's that? Like the chubbier dude? 
Wasn't Bill Alfonso a ref before he was a manager? Who? Bill Alfonso was a ref before he was a manager. Yeah. Like Teddy Long. Teddy Uh, Long was a ref. uh, Chad Patton. Yep, you gotta do a Teddy Long one. Yep. And then like and then you can round them out by putting like, I don't know, you do like a like a Vince McMahon referee one or something. Shane McMahon referee. I'd say I'd say throw in ref Jess or the uh the new ref got the black chick. Throwing Shawn Michaels as a ref. Shawn Michaels got a referee figure. Oh, yeah. does he? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have it. <laughs> I got a Batista that come that came with a random ref shirt too. Like no pants. Like he's in his ring gear, but he came with a referee shirt. There's another referee. I feel like I, I I just can't think of his name. That was like really prominent in WWE too. I don't know. Why I can't think of his name. Uh, I didn't even see him on that list when I looked. He did. He did like a. He like did like a call for AEW. I think too. Like it was like a one-off. I can't think of his name. I feel like you would know who I'm talking about. Probably. That's all his face, yeah. Oh, dang. Oh. Oh, so let's keep this wrestling uh, getting trainer rolling here. Let's get into No Holds Barred for the week. What you guys got? Oh, I mean... Fucking NBA Finals is over. Number one. Thank God. Who were they playing against? Uh, Miami. Mike Kyoto is the one. I Mike Kyoto. Yes. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Oh, and I can't forget about crappy Scott Armstrong. <laughs> Carl, you Carly, so they played against Miami. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's over with. Hockey's over with. <sighs> All I got is baseball. And wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> we always have wrestling. <laughs> yep. <laughs> awesome. Um, We're in the dog days of summer when don't have too much sports, football. Yeah, way down training camp to start. Yep. Awesome. The US, US, the USFL is almost over. Oh, yeah. I, I stopped watching it. I've been watching, like, I watched XFL. I've been watching some of that stuff. Yeah, I didn't really watch USFL. I, really I watched it. I watched it like last time. It was all right. Back in like 2019. Interesting. Good stuff. Good stuff. 
let's see. What movies? Flash opened this weekend. Interesting. I guess feel about that one that just came out today. I have not watched like any of the DC stuff recently. I want to see it uh, mainly because of Michael Keaton as Batman. That's pretty much it. See how yeah, a big Flash fan. I don't like the actor that's playing the Flash. Like I loved like the CW series, the Flash CW series. That was awesome. Like the, oh, the, uh, Grant, the guy that played him was awesome. Yeah, Grant Gustin was awesome as a Flash. I just like I'm not a big fan of Ezra Miller. That's really haven't seen like a movie that he's been in that I actually liked. So even the guy that had do Wally and that was good too. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, we did go see last weekend. We saw Across the Spider Verse. Yep, is really good. Yeah, Loved I'll probably it. just wait until it comes out to watch it. It's good. I heard there's a spider cat. There's a spider cat. The spider cat's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then uh, a like 14 year old made a Lego scene that got put in the yeah. movie. That was really cool. Like the Lego scene looked great, and then like when I saw when the the story came out that is you know a fourteen year old kid that did it, it was like holy shit, dude, that's awesome. So I guess he um because he did a like a Lego re- recreation of the uh, Into the Spider Verse trailer when that first came out. So they're like, yeah, we're gonna do this, and got the kid uh, a spot to do that. So it's pretty cool. Big things popping. Little things dropping. <laughs> well, shout out to that kid doing big things at 14. Follow your dreams, kid. Follow your dreams. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so Flash came out this weekend. Transformers. New Transformers came out last weekend. I think, I, I, I'm not going to lie. Maybe I'm just not a big Transformers fan. But I wish they would just stop making them. Like, <laughs> just I, so. I'm excited for this one because it's be, it's bringing in like the Beast Wars characters, and like Beast Wars is like the Transformers that I watch like religiously. Like, I fucking love Beast Wars. Yeah, but I don't think it's really following the Beast Wars storyline. No, it's I just want like to see. For... I just want to see the characters. So that's that's all. That's probably not something I'm going to go to the theater and watch, but I'll um, wait for it to hit Paramount Plus and watch that. Great. Great psyched for that one. So I've seen like all the Transformers movies. Yeah. Actually, watching the last night right now. Oh. I'm not really watching it, just talking in the background. I don't know what else um, streaming wise. Like I haven't seen really anything else dropping. Uh, finished the uh, the Netflix series Beef with uh, Stephen Ewan from The Walking Dead. That was actually pretty good. You guys get a chance to check that out. It's like 13, 13 episodes. Hmm. Of the first season, so pretty good. I'd say when Secret Wars comes out soon too, doesn't it? Yeah, 
That comes out uh, next week, the 21st. Sounds right. Yeah. They dropped the first five minutes of that on the uh, the website promoting the, the show. Oh, nice. Um, I'm excited for that. And get Samuel Jackson back as Nick Fury. Like the whole scroll invasion should be pretty awesome. Who's a scroll? Who's not a scroll? We're all scrolls. <laughs> uh, Mario's hitting Peacock at the end of the month for everyone that was waiting to see it on streaming service. I thought it was already on stream service because. I mean, you could buy it. I mean, you have to pay. You have to pay. Oh, for it. Yeah. no, no! I thought yeah. like it wasn't to pay anymore. My brother no. watched it like the other night, and I doubt he paid for it to watch it. Oh, let's see, watch this. He got a jailbroken fire stick. Yeah. I don't know. Don't. Yeah, I thought it said uh, the twenty. 28th was supposed to be hitting streaming. No idea, didn't I? I was like, I didn't want to spend $20 to freaking buy the movie for just a digital copy. I'm going to spend, you know, 20, 25 bucks. I'm going to buy the fucking Blu-ray. Makes sense. Cool. Say only other thing I got is uh, I've been playing Zelda. I could beat it whenever I want to. I just refuse. Yeah, you can beat it whenever you want to. <laughs> you better get used to that because you're getting married soon. because <laughs> 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 you'll definitely be beating it. <laughs> just not what I want to. Beat it, beat it, beat it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, awesome. It is funny, uh, though. I just got this armor in that game that makes you look like. Uh, like uh, you kind of look like Ganon, and I put all the armor pieces on, and it like disguises you. And I just run up to like random people, and they act like they're gonna kill me. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I popped into a Walmart today, actually. Um, sorry. Yeah, no, I hate going in there. But, There's only one yeah. Walmart I will tell you that is nice, and it's shoppable. That is the I like one. Them. In Hillsborough. I like the Morrisville Walmart. I usually find stuff at that one. Yeah. But um, I, I was at the Best Buy down here in Durham uh, for one of my jobs today. And I popped over to Walmart to grab a drink and a snack before I went in there. Went back to oh. Electronics. They had some uh bunch of their like value video games, like the 20 and under ones. Marked down like half price. Nice. So a whole bunch of shit. So I bought a couple Switch games. Um, I got Last Kids on Earth. And the uh, that combo pack with uh, Aladdin, The Jungle Book, and Lion King. Oh, nine bucks. Nine bucks oh, nice. Each. That's not bad, like, shit, dude. Man, nah, that's like, not bad at all. Nine bucks. Like, shit. I was, like, I was waiting for that other one to drop, the old uh, Aladdin and uh, Lion King on it. So. 
That way you can li- relive your childhood. My childhood frustrations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was, and with those games too, like with um, I know Aladdin. I think Jungle Book or um, uh, The Lion King was relatively the same on both systems, the Genesis and the Super Nintendo. But Aladdin was two different games. Like the levels were completely different on both systems. Those, oh god. Oh, so I had it on the Genesis. My cousin had a Super Nintendo. It's like, oh shit, let's rent Aladdin. So we rented it and it's like playing it. It's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, completely different game. That's cool. But it's got um both versions, both console versions for um Aladdin and the Jungle Book on there. Pretty sights. So my kids can uh live through my torment. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get through the fucking will to be stampede on fucking Lion King. How good the huff fun? Yeah. I'd buck so. Kind of want to pop in some other Walmarts and see if they're doing the same thing. So, so, so if you're looking for some uh some deals on some video games, pop into your Walmarts and see what they got. Yeah, you, yeah, you can do that too. Don't condone that at all. But in there, free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. Do not condone that here at the WrestleGeddon podcast. But you know, I tell you, like Nintendo if, needs if, to. Uh, if somebody just tells you to just go walk in the back room because they can't help you, just whatever happens, happens. Because <laughs> they definitely don't have a walkie to call anybody. Nope. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what the fuck was I going to say? I don't know. But it was going to be hilarious, I bet. No, I wasn't. Right. Forgot what it was. All right. What else? Theme of the week. Oh, theme of the week. What you got for us, Carl? And I'm gonna. I don't know if I've chose this one before. Uh, so y'all have to tell me. Uh, I was going. Nope. I was going to go with the uh, ultimate warrior no the ultimate warrior thing have i done that one already i think we've done that one have i done the original mission of domination thing with pg-13 yes God damn it. i do remember <laughs> uh, all right well then i guess that gives me uh no choice but then to go with uh Dusty Rhodes. Are we the common man? Um I don't know that we have actually. He's just a I may have used it for something else, but I don't think we've done it for theme of the week. Okay. I remember downloading it or something. So. You already took my first idea, man. <laughs> I was going to warn you, it was so great. 
Common man. He's just a common man. Hey, you're you gonna go through and make a list of all the things you do? Dude, I, that, would, that would take you so fucking long. Uh, if only I had enough time in the day. At least, at least our wrestler fun was easy because we've only done it like a little while. Yeah. Dude, 190, 191 episodes worth of theme songs is gonna take a while. Plus, uh, you know, uh, Chris likes to do the randomizer, and then he doesn't put what the song is that's in there, so I really know who the fuck that would even be. <laughs> and then, like, oh, just yeah. like with our wrestlers, he does a randomizer and doesn't put that one always in there, so, you know, what do I do? Just have to go back and listen. Oh, <laughs> you, so, you, you went to the notes. I thought you went to the... Episodes. Episodes. No. Nope. I went back to the note. Uh, Dave, we could have used those bees. Oh yeah. That's close. I know, right? Well, these amazing people listen to the podcast now. Told like their butcher, their barber, their fry cooker, their toenail painter, their uh, indoor indoor renovator. Your hot uh, yoga instructor. <laughs> Not like, you know, hot as in like physical, physically attractive, but you know, the hot yoga. Yeah. And uh, then, I thought you meant physically and then the, uh, Yeah, and that then too. The, we can go that too. And then the Are goat. Ugly as a teacher? <laughs> and then the goat they put on your back afterwards to help you feel better. That you the, uh, yoga. All the guys out there with dad bods or popping physiques. <laughs> Father figures. <laughs> Father frames. <laughs> or anybody taking in the fast while you're listening to the podcast. I, whatever you're into, everyone's got a kink. So, I mean, yeah. Or, you know, maybe when you're taking that shit and that stall at that Walmart because you ate Taco Bell before you came in, maybe tell the guy next to you that you're listening to the Wrestle Gun Pod. You never know what might interaction you might have afterwards. Dude, if, if someone like pounds, like knocks on the fucking stall wall to tell me to listen to a fucking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm I immediately I'm immediately <laughs> dropping exactly I'm dropping everything I'm doing and I'm fucking downloading that podcast and listening to it immediately <laughs> so what else are you going to do for the 20 minutes you're in there <laughs> Oh, that's almost a quarter of the podcast. There you go. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> like, I want to walk into the, like, the bathroom and play that, that song. It's like, hello? Are you in there? Are you pooping? <laughs> it smells nice. If you're playing basketball and you feel something out of 
It's diarrhea. Can't be sitting in the Chevy and you smell something heavy. Diarrhea. When you're sliding in the first and you feel something burst. <laughs> if you're sliding in the third and you feel a juicy turd, diarrhea. <laughs> you're sliding in the hole and you feel something foam, diarrhea. <laughs> If you're running real fast and something sprays, that's her ass. <laughs> oh man, I learned that song from that Steve Hart movie, Parenthood, back in the day. Oh, so good. Oh, awesome. All right, that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, thank you guys for checking this out. Uh, we appreciate all the downloads, the listens, the plays, the shares. The uh, likes, comments. Well, we don't get a whole lot of comments. You guys talk on that part. Um, reviews. We don't get a whole lot of those either. So why don't you go to iTunes and drop us a little five-star review and like tell everyone how much you know fun you have listening to us and how awesome and funny we are. If you send um, enough reviews and there are enough five-stars, uh, I will attempt to perform a five-star frog spell hack uh, live on camera. So, uh, stay tuned. I'm sorry, live on camera? Yep. From where? Off of what? Don't worry oh, about couch. it. couch. <laughs> 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 you mean jumping off his uh, chest or drawer to his bed? Through <laughs> <laughs> some light tubes. <laughs> My jiggalos and my jiggalettes. Boo boo. Fuck this shit. He starts crying after every single one. It's like, dude, you know what the fuck you're doing. Like, really? Yep. You not expect it to hurt? Fucking <laughs> <Yep>. moron. <laughs> oh. All right, y'all. This is episode 191 of the Russell Get a Podcast. Slowly creeping towards that 200. But now we'll chat with y'all next week. Later, Marks. Later, y'all. <coughs> got some popsicles in the basement. I got, I got candy. Can you pass me some toilet paper? I'll listen to you, podcast. <laughs> 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 you can't spare one square. <laughs> I got a toilet paper in my pocket. You just gotta grab for Gotta reach, reach down in there for <laughs> You ever take like a, like been in like a public bathroom? Like you're at home, you take out a big shit, and then you like look around, there's no fucking toilet paper. The only choice you have. The only choice you have is to take off your fucking sock and wipe your ass with it and <laughs> just throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have nightmares that that might happen to me, so I just always check for the toilet paper before I sit down. Then you, then if there's no toilet paper and you're one of those days where you're wearing sandals, 
and there's no fucking paper towels <laughs> in the bathroom either because they're a green store and they have air dryers. <laughs> Chris is out there trying to uh, blow dingleberries off his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Wiping my ass with my boxers, That's throwing why. that shit away, going commando. That's why, That's why Chris probably owns every bathroom, every public bathroom because he has a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man.